Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Sunstein Sessions on iHeartRadio. Conversations about issues that matter. Here's your host, winner of two Gracie Awards, Shelly Sunstein. I have told you in the past about the NJ Sharing Network, uh, which saves lives through organ and tissue donation. They recover organs and tissue and belong. they belong to a national network that helps 115,000 people waiting for a transplant. And 4,000 of those, by the way, are in New Jersey alone. But I'm sitting next to two extraordinary people. Tom Petty, don't laugh. <laughs> Tom Petty and his wife, Kathy, they're from Manahawken, and they have both donated kidneys themselves, but it goes beyond that. They have a family of kidney donators. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. For a good reason, because apparently you're a family that needs kidneys. Yes. So what's your story? Well, Kathy's brothers um, have a kidney disease, uh, you know, genetically inherit, inherited um, from their father who passed, and Kathy uh, and her sisters are from a second marriage. Right, so her mother was widowed young, uh, and so her two older brothers and one of her older sisters um, actually have the inherent disease, but only the brothers have the, are symptomatic, uh, and they needed kidneys. Right, so my sister-in-law, uh, Diane, was actually the first to donate back in 1999, I believe it was, uh, and back then they were still doing you know the major kidney removal type thing where they remove a rib and go in through your side like a big shark bite type of thing. So a very major surgery. Yeah. Um, and then uh, later on, you know, her other brother needed a kidney as well. You know, so it became a, you know, a call to the family. You know, how do we help this, you know, handle this? Um, and we all got tested. Uh, you know, and, you know, that was, uh, I gave in 2001, right? So it's a long time ago now. And, you know, but back then... All the sisters were having babies and, mm -hmm. you know, who was pregnant at this point in time. We all have big families. And um, so I tested almost identical to my, my brother-in-law. So it became a no-brainer. I said, well, my wife's pregnant, so she's not going to donate a kidney at this point in time. Uh, and I was such a good match that I, I became a donor in 2001. And was that the major surgery at the time? No, they did mine laparoscopically, you know. So six weeks later, I was ready to go back to work. And how long were you in the hospital? Uh, I believe it was five days, honey, right? I think so. Yeah, I came, actually, I came home the, the day before 9-11. Wow. Yeah. And Kathy, when did you become a donor? I donated as an exchange um, in 2014 for my brother, Danny. As an, ex I mean, what do you mean by an exchange? So I did not directly donate to my brother. I donated to some unknown person and some unknown person who matched my brother better, donated to him. I didn't even know they did that. Yes, they do. There's quite, uh, sometimes the chains are very, very large of the number of people that it takes, you know, to make it all happen. Um, so, yeah, so I did that 2014. And how long was your recovery? I think I was only in the hospital maybe three days and then home from work for four weeks, I think. 
And do you notice any difference in your health at all since? No, no not at all. Nothing? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I was a little lethargic initially, but that was it. You know, then they say within, uh, you know, two months, your kidney doubles in size and covers your whole system. So, huh. And there's nothing you have to do in terms of like watching your drinking or anything no. or there, hydrating better or anything? There are certain medication restrictions, you know, like ibuprofen, which is everybody needs to know about, can be dangerous for your kidneys, um, especially if you're dehydrated. But that's it. You know, so non-steroidal anti-inflammatories are a big no-no for, for kidney people. And you're not afraid at all that something could go wrong with your one kidney? I mean, I'm not. I'm not, no, I'm not worried no. about it. Initially, my bef- prior to the surgery, um, I was more worried about, God forbid, something happened. We have five children. So how's Tom going to handle five kids? <laughs> but... You know, that risk is so minimal. We we worked with St. Barnabas, and they made you feel so comfortable. They were just so great and knowledgeable that, um, you know, it was a brief fleeting worry. And then, you know, we were like, how could you not? Like, how could I not do that for my brother? Can they genetically test for this condition that your family has? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, the, the children of my brother-in-laws and sister-in-law have been tested, uh, most of them. And my sister-in-law was tested, and that's why she could not, right? There's, I think I have to do it through a biopsy, but um, yes, there's some kind of test. It's called IgA nephropathy. But can you test during pregnancy? Uh, I mean, uh, you I know, it's know. like a pre... I don't, yeah. I don't think there's like a, a genetic test there. I think there's tissue testing. Uh, so are any of the kids now? In, in our family, no, right? Because it's not the same genetic pool. Um, and... Uh, my brother-in-law's kids, they do have the underlying uh, gene, but not necessarily symptomatic. So we're hoping that, you know, uh, genetic dilution, if you want to call it that, uh, will prevent them from getting the disease in their in their adult life. Does your family hold a world record when it comes to kidney <laughs> donations? I, I don't think so. I, I don't know what the, if there is a world record for it, but uh, I don't think so. So you have to contact the Guinness people because <laughs> yeah. for all you know, you could be right. world record holders. Yeah. How did you become involved with New Jersey Sharing Network? Well, it's something we've wanted to do for a while, uh, but I started a new business several years ago. And you know how it is. You know, there's not enough hours in a day to run your business than, than take on additional things. So, but, you know, my business was getting more mature. It was um, finally at a point to where I could, you know, start including some other things. Um, so, um, you know, Kathy and I talked about it and we said, well, let's, let's do this. Let's put together a walk, you know, we'll get the whole family and then the family turned into family and friends. And then some of my customers were coming, you know, it was just great. We had over 30 people there that day and, and, uh, we called our team, the organizers, which I thought was catchy, but it turns out there was another team called the organizers there. <laughs> <laughs> so what but, was the walk for? You you did a walk. Donor awareness. Exactly. Just awareness. Tissue. Yeah. You know, it was so a tissue, a t- a, Organ and tissue donor awareness. And how long ago was that? That was in May this year. Oh, so this was the first one that you just had in May. And we're going to do it every year. We just had a great time. They put a great uh, event together, you know, entertainment there. It was a walk on the Long Branch Boardwalk, which was a real nice walk. Um, One of our our participants ran it. Next time, a whole bunch are going to run it. I'm not going to run it. (laughs) But it was a good good day. Um, A sobering day, too, because... I mean, we were there as living kidney donors, so it was a very easy decision for us because 
we had a loved one in harm's way. Now, our one sister-in-law was an altruistic donor, um, but you know, so she made a decision just to give back, right? Um, but for most of us, it was, you know, we have a loved one that's you know, needs help, right? And you know, I I call my brother-in-law my blood brother now, but we met a lot of people there that had non-living donors. You know, in other words, they lost a family member, mm. um, and uh, it, that puts a different spin on things because. It wasn't necessarily a conscious decision. It's something that happened to their lives and they tried to make the best of it, which is a great thing. Don't get me wrong, but it's still sobering because I looked at my family as, hey, we all gave to each other. We're all part of a tighter family now than we ever could be. And I met a lot of people who lost loved ones to help other people too. How common is it that people just altruistically donate a kidney? Well, in our family network, there was two altruistic donors. Um, the first one, and one of the, I, let me back up for a second. One of the things about uh, organ donation uh, is they want to first, you know, blood type and then tissue matching, but it goes further than that. Um, for example, my brother-in-law, he required more than one kidney. After mine, he had to have more. Mm. He had blood transfusions. Uh, he uh, was exposed to his wife and other people around him. And what that does is your body builds up antibodies. So that not only do you have to make sure tissue matches, you have to make sure that your antibodies won't attack the organ that's coming in. Mm. So if that person's genetic makeup is similar to something you've built up an antibody to, it makes it difficult. So to get multiple donations, it's very difficult because your body builds up that natural resistance. So... My brother-in-law probably wouldn't have gotten his, his third kidney donation if it wasn't for a man in Texas. Chuck is his name. I don't recall his last name. Um, he was very private but wanted to give. You know? So later in his life, I want to do something for my fellow man. And he learned of it. And he got tested in Texas, but Texas wouldn't do the surgery. So they were going to fly him to Ohio to do the surgery, to send the kidney to my brother-in-law in New Jersey. They wind up sending him to New Jersey. So he was an altruistic donor. In other words, he gave for no other reason than to give. And um, it created a, um, you know, an exchange process. You know, and what that means is his kidney went to my brother-in-law. Somebody donated on my brother-in-law's behalf to go somewhere else, things like that. So if it wasn't for that one person, my brother-in-law probably wouldn't be alive. Hmm. Or he'd be on, still be on dialysis, but that's very difficult in your body. So... Um, Do you know how it works with the liver? I don't. Okay. How? But how did you first, because you're here on behalf of NJ Sharing Network, yes. did they find you or did you find them? Well, we went, you know, I wanted to do something about donor awareness. So I went looking for, you know, oh, where's there going to be a walk? We'll put together a team. And I found New Jersey Sharing Network. There's organizations all over. There's one out of Philadelphia, New York, all that. Um, so you can participate locally all the time. Um, and there's usually a couple walks a year in every state. And uh, so I actually sought out who is our local organization, and that's how I found New Jersey Sharing Network. Tell us about them. Oh, it's a, it's an uh, organization that um, is a database that works with the whole country, I guess. And... Um, they do tissue sampling. They have laboratories. They work off donations. And, you know, it's just a it, – I didn't know of them, you know, and they work directly with St. Barnabas, but I didn't know of them until I actually sought them out. 
And if you want to uh, find more out about them or to help, uh, njsharingnetwork.org is their website. How old do you have to be before? Do you have to be 21 or just 18 if you would want to? I would think you just need to be a legal adult, but don't quote me on that. Um, I would think that if you could you know, go off and fight in our armed services, you could donate to a family member. I don't think you could donate as a, a youth. Right? We, see, we hear of you know, mothers giving to children all the time, but I, I don't hear about it the other way. There's, um, I, I don't know how far the science has progressed, but um, when my son's first son was born, and I didn't really know what was I going to give as a baby gift, and right. I had a doctor in here, and he talked about donate collecting the blood cord yes and it's kind of pricey in the beginning and then you just pay a yearly fee and the idea is the science isn't quite there yet but they believe in the future that if you do this blood cord donation with the baby when the baby is born that those platelets will enable that baby as an adult or a teenager, to be cured of future illnesses. I mean, just fascinating science, but we're not quite there yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that's related to stem, te- stem it, cell It technology. must have some, I mean, the science is beyond me. Yeah. But as soon as I heard a doctor talk about it, and it was like days before Zach was born, and I right. just thought, oh, that's Beshert. In other words, in, in Yiddish, that's meant to be. Like, <laughs> you're here because you needed to tell me about right. this particular baby. And well, he wasn't talking about it as a baby gift. He right. was just talking about it, that he did it when his twins were born. Sure. It was just the strangest thing. But at the moment, we still need donations. So the, yes. the, the, what Absolutely. people should basically do is when you get your driver's license, yes. that's yes. when you can just say, yeah, I'll yes. be an organ donor, right? Is no, that basically? Absolutely. And there's such a need for organ donation. And, you know, God forbid something happens to you. Wouldn't you want your, your life to carry on and help someone else? You know, somebody look at, sometimes people look at that as a, oh, that's scary. Or that's, I don't want my, somebody cutting my body apart. But your body's just a vessel. You know, you're, you're gone at that point in time. At least that's my position. I'm sure not everyone thinks that way. But why not? Well, I want to thank Tom Petty and Kathy Petty, first of all, for donating kidneys to save the lives of family members and other members of their family. Have The three sister-in-laws yes. uh, have uh, yes. donated kidneys, and hopefully this raised your awareness. And I will see you guys tomorrow morning on the Jim Kerr Rock and Roll Morning Show, Q1043. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.